All she needed was some. 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 Had a clippers game on the court side. Watch a nigga shoot like a fire. They mad at me too. I got more fire. That's Teddy Perkins. Teddy Perkins, dude. What? Go home, Roger. Yep, that's uh, Childish Gambino with Chance the Rapper. That's crazy, dude, because, like, I didn't get into Childish Gambino until after. I had no idea that I was, uh, that that was, um, uh, Donald Glover, dude. Yeah, dude. And uh, dude, that guy's so talented, dude. He does it all. So man. crazy, dude. Does it all. And that's uh, that song is called "The Worst Guys" uh, for Childish Gambino with Chance the Rappers from the album "Because the Internet." So it's an older album too. It's like a couple years ago, but mm-hmm. it's pretty good, man. It's pretty dope. And He's great. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, Welcome to the weekend edition. Actually, uh, that was uh, New Tune Tuesday on Thursday. On Thursday. Except it was an older song, so it's not really new. <laughs> we have to come up with a different Yeah, title. we're gonna have, we're gonna have to figure that title out. But it's it's a work in progress. It's a it's a work in progress. A new tune on Thursday. No, wait, New Tune Tuesday on Thursday, but not a new tune. Just repeat that real quick. Yeah. Uh, for this one at least. For the for this one, yeah, at least. Uh, yeah, so uh, welcome to another episode of the Beta Report. Uh, this is the part of the show of the week where we want to just tell you guys what to watch, what to go watch, what to go see, stay home, go out to the movies, or what. This particular weekend would be different because there's pretty much nothing coming on in the movies right yeah, now. So It's kind of a dead week it's until kind of a, next week. Yeah, until next week where you got the uh, real movies coming out. Or actually, one of the best movies coming That's out. That's right. I don't even know if I should say best, but uh, I definitely think it's going to be... It's like the most anticipated of the fall season. There you go. There you go. I like that. I think that's what it is. I think you worded it right. That's right, dude. I think you did a good job there, dude. Hey, I do what I can. (laughs) And that's good. Thank you. We appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, It's all part of the beta report effect, so... That's right. You know, we have (laughs) have somebody uh, just pointing these out. Um... So, uh, obviously, we got the pick of the week. We got some stuff for you to watch. Now, I want to go back really quick, dude, and talk about last week's pick of the week. Mm-hmm. One of them, um, and uh, that pick of the week I'm talking about is Maniac. Oh, was it mine? Oh, wait, I didn't have a pick last week. No, you didn't, dude. You could own this one. You know what, dude? We're just, I'm just slow to, uh, slow to get to a lot of these shows, dude. That's all it is. Well, look. I'll just say that we both had a uh, uh, the desire to watch this one. How about that? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Maniac is a limited series on Netflix, dude. Netflix is paying out money for some of these shows, dude. Some of these movies. Uh, October, I want to say twelfth, I think, or something like that. Next week, I'll give you a firmer date, but I believe it's something like that. The director of the Raid, Gareth Evans, yeah, the Apostle, dude, directed a movie called The Apostle Ooh. with. Uh, Dan Stevens Dan Stevens from Legion and that movie looks crazy it looks really good that's just one of the movies there's so many other movies that are coming out on um, 
on Netflix right now. That yeah, I honestly don't even know what this movie is. Like, is it a horror movie? Is it supposed to be like a thriller? Is it an action? Like, but I have faith in Gareth Evans being able to. I think it's Evans or Edwards. I forget what it is. Um, but Gareth Evans, Evans in his ability to redefine genres, dude, because that's basically what he did for um, the raid, uh, which was. I feel like just kind of reinvented the the action genre, dude, and just kind of uh, I feel like it was um, it was all like it was all concentrate, you know, like when you have like uh, when you uh, like old school like freaking lemonade or whatever, like frozen lemonade, and it's all just made out of like the sweet stuff that you have to like dilute with water. Like I feel like that action, that I mean, the raid was like all just like the concentrated stuff, dude. Like every bit of it was just like soaked with action and it was just so uh dense with action like there was just like action happening everywhere right. all the time yeah and, now, and now, it was just so good dude so i feel like whatever he's doing with this because i i still can't tell like i don't know if it is so like a I, horror I movie the story, or the story is that dan stevens is there to find his, his sister i believe it's a relative i believe it's his sister who's in a cult and so oh, he's undercover there trying to find his sister to get her out it's a part of the trailer. If you look at the trailer, go ahead and, and watch the trailer on YouTube. Dude, that trailer is it's intense. The Apostle. I think one of the guys says, one of the people in the cult says, we have an intruder. And it's already, you're like, oh, shoot, they're going to be looking for Dan Stevens or yep. something. Um, and, uh, yeah, it looks it looks great. So uh, we're talking about how we could have been a, a Netflix podcast, dude. It's how much we talk about Netflix. I know, right? That. But um, another one, dude, uh, that's coming out on uh uh, Netflix is The Haunting of Hill House. Have you seen that, dude? No, dude. That dude, that looks crazy. It's another limited series as well. Um, and uh, it's supposed to be kind of like, uh, you know, horror as well. And, and it's just, it looks crazy, dude. It looks kind of depressing. So I don't know if uh, there'll be something uh, that you'd want to watch. Uh, like, do you have anything? It can't be. In, in parts because you don't want to be depressed the whole time. So maybe not a, a show you'd want to binge all the way. But, but I mean, it can't be as scary as the incident from the last episode where we just got blacked out. The lights just turned off. Music kept going off. Yeah. Everything just kind of kept like going haywire, dude. And all because we brought up the nun. Don't do it. Dang, dude. It's scary. It's dude, stuff. there's so much stuff coming out, dude. Um, I, I don't, the, 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 the hunt, what is it? The hunting, haunting, sorry. The haunting of Hill House. That comes out October 12th as well. I believe the same day as the raid. No oh, day. Um, the, the Apostle. Apostle. Dude, there's so much stuff coming out, dude. And and uh, one of my picks is going to be something that comes out this Friday, uh, pick of the week. But another thing is that they love me when I'm dead, which is a Orson Welles um, documentary. Oh, day. Which seems like it'll be interesting to watch. Um, did you see a trailer called The Ballad of Buster Scruggs? No. Joel and Ethan Cohen, dude. You know the Cohen brothers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did his original movie for Netflix, dude. Oh, no way. That's big time, dude. Did they, the like, Cohen write brothers? and direct it? Yes. Nice. It's called The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, dude. It's a it's a Western, but it's very, like, kind of quirky. You know the Cohen brothers. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. they do, dude. So that looks pretty amazing, dude. So anyways, with that said, oh, and just a reminder, Marvel's uh, Daredevil Season 3 comes out uh, October 19th. Dang, dude. Everything's coming out. Pretty insane, dude. 
Uh, anyways, so much stuff. Dude. There's a lot of stuff we could we could talk about that when when they're coming out. But the reason I was bringing it up was because of Maniac. This is a limited series that stars Jonah Hill and uh, Emma Stone, dude. And uh, just to give you guys a quick review about this, dude, it is, dude, it's very, um, I thought, not weird, but yeah, kind of weird, dude. But it's very artsy. But dude, it's, I, I liked it, dude. I digged it, man. Mm. I actually liked it, dude. And, and the story is just about Jonah Hill, who's a uh, a guy who's um, belongs to a rich family, but he's sort of like shunned. He's sort of like the um, the black sheep. Yeah, like his brothers are all like tall, blonde, blue eyed. They all can sing. They all like sing a. There's a scene where they all can sing like a barbershop quartet, and he's like the one you know on the side and stuff. And <laughs> yeah, it's weird, dude. There's a scene where you, awesome. you, they go into his house, and there's a painting of his mom and dad and his brothers in a house, and he's not in the painting. What the heck? Aside from on the side of the painting is a picture of him. Just oh, it's a picture of him instead of him being in the, in the actual painting. painting? Yeah, Dang, dude, like the hardcore. painting is like huge, like huge, like maybe like uh, two feet by three feet. I don't know how you say it. like huge, right? Yeah, like a giant picture, and his picture is like a little five by seven next to it. <laughs> oh shoot! Like he wasn't even included <laughs> in the painting. Like, That's crazy. So the, in in this world that that. Uh, uh, the director made about this is like it's a weird r- world where um, the computers all look like the 80s but does it give you a sense that it's in the 80s it's more like a sort of like in the future but it's not it's, it's sort of weird dude like they have uh, things called ad buddies like if you can't afford to get on the subway for some reason uh-huh. you can request an ad buddy and an ad buddy shows up it's an actual person male or female who show up and just shows you ads sort of like uh I don't know if you ever played like a game on your phone. Like actual physical ads? Yeah, well, they, they show you like videos or oh, okay. postcards or they read you ads the whole time. They're like telling you, uh, well, this is an ad where, you know, where you can do this or that, whatever. Like the, in this world, you can, uh, whoop, sorry, start putting the uh, trailer for you, dude. Hunting of Hills. Um, so then, for example, they'll say, oh, uh, be a... a um, a husband for a day, where a widow who needs the husband for a day or something can hire you to be a husband, uh, or uh, somebody who could uh, a best friend for a day, where they can hire you to be a best friend for this person mm-hmm. for a day or whatever. It's that kind of world. It's weird. It's just kind of kind of odd. Um, so uh, it, it so it's kind of like Black Mirror-ish. Kind of Black Mirror-ish because like. the the main story is about a, uh, um, both Emma Stone and um, Jonah Hill decide to go into a uh, pharmaceutical trial where they go in and they sign off an NDA and they're going to receive money but they're going to be in this trial where they take this pill and then they put you in this machine that's going to go through your um, memories and whatever and try to it's like it's like a a um, substitute for actual therapy it's like it's supposed to, you're supposed to take these medications there's three the A, B and C pill and each thing does a job for you to confront your issues or whatever mm. so so the point is that it somehow without giving anything away somehow the person the uh the minds of jonah hill and emma stone's character kind of mend together so instead of them having their own experiences they have them together oh, what the heck? so they have like these weird experiences like where they're they're like black mirror episodes there's they're a married couple in the 80s 
who are going through their issues and uh, without giving away something happens within their story yeah uh, and then they later so then what is it on. like they wake up or yeah they, they just... wake up after each pill that they take uh-huh. and then they um sort of they they have to talk about what just happened and they're like wait what happened why were we in each other's memory whatever so it's kind of crazy. It's 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 hard to explain. Yeah, but that sounds the, nuts, dude. But it's really good. That's I think it's well done. It's to a point. Uh, at the beginning, you kind of don't like Jonah Hill's character because mm-hmm. he's sort of like, like like Eeyore on steroids, like depressed all the time. He's just like doesn't want to participate in anything. And, yeah. and and it might be that people with mental illness kind of go with that. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's sort of maybe a play on that on how people have to cope with that kind yeah. of thing but um it, it's it's i think you know jonah hill and emma stone do really well and stuff in the stories itself like these little mini stories mm-hmm. like them as an 80s couple then there's a story where where jonah hill is like a mafia um family member and then she's a um what does she do uh, I can't remember what in that story which she, she's something else as well. She has so are each one of these stories like different episodes or some of them happen within the same episode? Episodes, different episodes. Like oh, one okay. episode would be that and the next episode they do another memory or, or uh, they call them uh, reflections. Mm-hmm. And so, so anyways, the story's about that and as they move on and, and sort of in the background on the story is the doctors who are going through these tests, they, they uh, introduce this computer called Gertie Mm-hmm. Which is GRTA, but they say Gertie for short. It is, and it's uh, an AI that sort of goes bonkers a little bit too within the episode. So it's, it, dude, it's a lot. Hey, dude. dude, what the heck? It is that weird. Sounds, it's, talking about dense. Sounds I know. like it's a lot packed into like. It, it sounds dense, and it may seem a little bit dense, but actually, the story between them and 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 the relationship between Emma Stone and Jonah Hill, it's and it's not romantic. I'll tell you mm-hmm. that. It's not like oh, we're gonna find first love. Whatever. No, it's more of how friendship. And that's what I kind of liked it. It's kind of yeah. refreshing. It wasn't like, oh, she's the love interest and whatever. It was more about friendship. And I thought that was kind of refreshing, you know, mm-hmm. something different. And uh, I enjoyed it. I actually, I think the payoff at the end is actually worth it too. And it's uh, it's really well done. So I, I would, again, that was my pick of the, of the week last week. And I think uh, um, I, I picked it without knowing, without watching it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I think it's, I think it, it's worthy of a pick of the week. So for sure. Nice. Uh, so you said it's a limited run, so that means it's like it's it's only geared towards finishing this story arc, and it, it didn't set it up for like another one, maybe coming up it in a couple of years. Right? It didn't like set up like like there's more to know after. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know if they'll do a season two of it. It when they say limited run, I think it's just one time they're gonna do it. Yeah. You know? So I'm not sure if Emma Stone and Jonah Hill would be willing to do another season. Maybe they do. With different people, you know, yeah. sort of an anthology type show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see that, but uh, kind of like a true detective type of thing. Kind of, yeah, exactly, exactly. That that's probably something that I could see probably down the line. But with it, I think they ended the story. It's sort of, you know, um, yeah, they sort of ended. You yeah. know, and I think it's pretty satisfying. See, and I think even in that sense too, I feel like that's a good pick to have because sometimes it's like tough to. Like, you know, you pick a show and you're watching it and then like you wait for the next season to come, next season to come. Like, so you're just like investing so much time and sometimes like the payoff isn't worth it in the end or you're kind of thinking like, oh, you know, like, you know, it wasn't as good as last season, but, you know, I've already invested so much time, so I'm just going to keep watching it. Like, I think these limited series are good because you get like a whole complete story in just one sitting 
and you get to just kind of digest that afterwards and just be like, oh, you know, like, I enjoyed this entire series from episode one to episode eight. It wasn't anything like, because I think even in that sense, too, it just kind of plays out like a really long movie. As opposed to where, like, some of these shows, like, you know, we'll, we've talked about it before, but we have kind of that rule, like, you know, watch it up until, like, the third episode. If, like, by the third episode you really aren't feeling it, then you might not, you know, be getting it the, the rest of the time. But, um, yeah, that uh, definitely, I think, works. Uh, that, that little rule that we've kind of, the, the beta report rule, I guess, right? Yeah. If, if by episode three you're not into it, then, then you can stop watching. And I think sort of what happens in this one is, like, I think we're on episode two. And then three is like, okay, I got this. You know, yeah. I, I think I'm invested in it. And, and uh, um, I think it was worth it, you know. And, and and to be different about this, it's not, there are a few episodes that are 40 minutes and some that are 30. And I think two are like 26 minutes. Oh, dang. Yeah. So it's it's weird, you know. So you could literally binge this the whole weekend and you'll be done. Mm. And so um, it, it's not a lot of a big commitment. And like you said, it's a limited series, so you're kind of like, you don't left hanging. Are they going to do a season two? Yeah. And you're wondering. No, it, it's... You can just kind of enjoy it for what it is. Enjoy it for what it is. And I thought the ending was, I thought, sort of, you know, pretty satisfactory. So, for sure, dude. So nice. I would recommend it. I would go out and, and spend some time watching it. Um, and uh, let us know. Dude, if, you, if you guys watch it, if I was wrong, um, which... Um, Usually, the con is never wrong. Usually not. I'm just kidding. Now I could be wrong many times, but <laughs> I think uh, in this case, I think uh, I liked it. So I hope you guys like it too. So check it out and see if you guys like it. That's dope, dude. I'm yeah. looking forward to to watching it for sure, dude. To checking it out. I know. Hey, it's dude. Give us your review of the clock in the wall. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> we'll uh, we'll save that for some other time. Yeah, dude. It's coming. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll just. Just saying. I'll probably write it up instead dude, of saying as a, it. As a blog? Yep. Because you haven't blogged in a while. Dude. I know, dude. I just haven't had time. It's crazy. But I'll get. I'll, I'll, I'll put something out this week for sure. For sure. For sure. So we didn't get to talk about this on uh, Tuesday's episode or this last episode. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to just kind of touch on it because uh, we didn't get to do it. The week it came out, which I think it was last week, but they did announce, or uh, actually Disney CEO, that Kevin Feige will be in charge of bringing in the X Men into the MCU. Oh. What? What? It's like the skies opened up, and down came floating Kevin Feige, 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 <laughs> Feige, 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 um. And uh, I don't remember if he just said X Men or what did it say? I think he actually said it most of the Fox properties. So that includes. I, I can't see because them he mentioned, not giving him full control over everything. Yeah, yeah. I think it was everything. It was. I, I know I said X Men, but I believe it was all the Fox properties. Which just wouldn't make sense, dude. Which is the X Men, Daredevil, uh, Deadpool, um, Fantastic Four. Dude, if if they were if there was ever like a clear. Uh, uh, path to like King Midas and the Midas Touch, like uh, that analogy fits perfectly with Kevin Feige because everything he does, everything he touches, just turns to gold, dude. Like he just has that touch, dude. That like obscure thing, like we've talked about it before. Like these secondary obscure characters, like Ant Man and like even Doctor Strange to a certain degree. Like not he wasn't like a super popular character. Um. Uh, you know, he just kind of Guardians of the Galaxy, especially, 
you know, like nobody really knew who they were uh, prior to like the movie coming out, um, or at least not like the you know like the 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 public or whatever, like the the general consensus. Um, and and like you know, he just puts these movies out and like is able to like make all this stuff happen, and they're just like smash hits, dude. Like they just they they just take over, and and Marvel's just like this huge juggernaut. Uh, and now they have the juggernaut. Now they can use him in their movies, and and uh, it's just gonna be incredible, dude. It's gonna be crazy to see what they do with all these extra characters that they have now. So I want to. I just want to see the crossovers now, dude. Or actually, not even. Actually, I just want to see what he's gonna be able to do with these properties on their own, and then we can save the you know down the line. There can be like the Avengers versus X Men type of thing. And then we'll figure that out. Yeah, I don't know if they would. Uh, it would be interesting if they do the the uh, the whole uh, comic book art of uh, arc of Avengers versus X Men. I mean, that'd barely be a little daunting too. That would be like, I mean, that would be like their next next Infinity War. Yeah, dude. I mean, where else after this? If they like, start where their else? Phase four. Where else can they? Where be? else can they go? Avengers. What? Where else? I mean, that's like the only logical place that this. I like is literally leading. saw like or felt a light bulb over my head like in the cartoons. Bling, like, wait, is that where they could go? Because they did say it was, everything's gonna be different. So, you know, start incorporating, and then then, you know, the big payoff is Avengers versus X Men. What? I don't know. I mean, what? How much time has there been between each Avengers movie? Well, it took ten years for it to happen, so I mean, no, but not from one Avengers movie to the next, right? It just oh, like no, no, it took ten years to get it to this point. So you think it'll be like another ten years to get us to what like other Avengers movies kind of sprinkled in? Yeah, I don't know. And yeah. then like the big, big, big payoff, you know, ten years further down the line, is it going to be like Avengers versus X Men at that point? I don't know. It'd be crazy because at that point, like, I mean, like. It would have to be like a whole new batch of characters, I think that, because that's like another ten years on top of what, because we already know Captain America and um, and uh, Iron Man. I wouldn't even say Thor, but I don't know. I feel like these characters, some of those characters probably won't be here within the next couple of years. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, so the, you'd the have one, to bring in like the whole, like a whole new cast of people. Well, the one thing they said is that the Marvel universe, will, Marvel Cinematic Universe, will look different after Avengers Four next year. I mean, that's one thing they've said already that it's gonna look different after. So, what do, what does that mean? I don't know. I mean, who knows? We're gonna have to wait and see what what exactly that means. But uh, it, it'll be interesting to see where they take it and how the X Men fit into all this. Mm-hmm. Not just the X Men, but like, again. Um, Fantastic Four, Daredevil. I mean, is Daredevil gonna be an Avenger? Yeah, Daredevil, Deadpool. Sorry, Deadpool gonna be an Avenger? Like, I, I, one thing they somebody asked the CEO Bob Iger about that, and he's like, "Well, I mean, I, I'm not gonna say anything that uh, might mess up their plans. Not that he knew anything, but he didn't know. He just yeah, it could be, couldn't be. A, he didn't know. So that's gonna be interesting, dude. I mean, it's gonna be exciting. That if, if anything." makes the next phase exciting is how are they going to put in the X-Men, the Fantastic Four. Dude, Fantastic Four in Kevin Feige's hands? I mean, I've been wanting a good Fantastic Four movie for a long time, dude, Mm -hmm. and we still haven't had it. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that Kevin Feige will bring it. John Krasinski for uh, Mr. Fantastic. Fantastic, dude. dude. Come on. Perfect choice. Has to be, right? Perfect choice. Then, uh, freaking... 
uh what's his name um uh uh Bautista Dave Bautista Dave Bautista dude as the thing not as Drax he could be Drax too you could, do, you could just do both you could do both just let him do both why not dude oh sure whatever let him do both alright no, I'm just kidding uh yeah I don't know it could be anybody else I guess it would be the thing dude it would be the thing Hmm. Who could be the thing? Uh, what about uh, JD Prado or whatever his name is? For the Mayans? Yeah. Dude, have a Hispanic thing? Yeah. Oh, dude. They can, dude. JD, Why? JD Prado would be Guadalupe Ramirez. Ah, dude. Yeah, but that's like, that's outside of the Marvel Universe, dude. Get hard. <laughs> I love it, dude. I'm going to get hard. No, but see, dude, I'm telling you, and I, I'm like, I'm throwing the beta report effect on that dude. He's gonna be like, he's he's gonna be something pretty big, and it's gonna be in the MCU. Dude. Wait, gets hard? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Uh, I'm just saying, dude. Imagine it's JD, gonna happen. JD Pardo is dope in Mayans, dude. Mayans MC. I, really but I just like feel him. like he's like he just has like a good look. Like that dude's gonna be a star, dude, for sure. He's good in that show, dude. I like him. Yeah, he's he's pretty dope. That that shows. Uh, dude, I'm gonna I'm bad. gonna even go as far as to say that I, well, I guess I'm I'm really not qualified enough to say this, but I feel like from what I saw from Sons of Anarchy, like I feel like I like his character more in this one than I do. Um, Charlie, Charlie Hunnam, Hunnam yeah. and Sons of Anarchy. You're crazy fool. But as I was saying, I wasn't like a big Sons of Anarchy fan, so I I don't think my opinion counts for much. But so far, because I've watched pretty much the same amount of episodes for both, um, I like I like this dude. It's pretty legit. Uh, I, I, Jax Tiller still has me, dude. He's still, I think. I didn't. I didn't really invest a lot of time in him. So yeah, like maybe I did. I, do, I watched like, all of it, and, and I did. I mean, kind of hard. So one thing that's kind of hard for me in this in Mayans MC is the way the the Jax's role compared to JD Pardo's. Mm-hmm. You know, and not not role as in uh, the acting, but the role but as just the character. Like, the yeah. character. like that he's a know, prospect, and then like Jack Teller's the vice president. Right, yeah. Right. So it's sort of like. He comes in already established, as opposed to the prospect where he's sort of, you know, still gaining that respect, which I think was a good choice to do mm-hmm. instead of mirroring it. Yeah. But uh, I, I, it's it's you kind of get behind Jack Steele a bit more because of you know some of the uh, some of the um, situations they get themselves in. You sort of see that Jack Hiller can have like he's a bit more. I don't know, established a bit more of a badass because yeah. he, he can, he's the VP, I guess, you know, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's still good though. I, mine's MC, I think has me right now where I'm really watching it and I'm really into it right now. So, mm. um, the, the whole Spanish thing though, it throws me off, dude. <laughs> I still don't like that dude where some of these fools don't, you know, <laughs> and, and, and I'm not even talking about the guys who or probably don't speak well English. I'm mm. talking about like, the mom or whatever or yeah uh, you know the- yeah it's funny because i felt that too there are certain situations you know where you kind of hear some of them talking i'm like like it, that's not how they talk that's it's not like how speaking spanish really affect the way that you like act too because i feel like we don't like you don't speak spanish that way you know like and i don't know if they're 
trying to like if they're trying to do like a like a like a universal Spanish or something or like they're not like I feel like they're not I think they're actors who don't speak Spanish well so they give them the script and they learn it that's why they learn these lines and so they speak it that way and then it's the people who wrote that music too you know like they're having like this happens a lot in TV in regular TV with with putting Hispanics on TV Mm -hmm. like it'll be Mexico and they're playing like salsa yeah and and dude, they would be banda. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you want to be authentic, that's probably what they would be playing. But then again, I know Mexico has different states and they play different music in different yeah, states yeah. in Mexico. But at the same time, some of the stuff is like that's not what they would be doing. Dude. Right. And then and then the talk, like you said, it's 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 so bad that it affects their acting on it mm-hmm. too. So that's the one thing that kind of throws me off a little bit. It's not all terrible. The the guy who's the uncle of uh, Galindo. That guy is like he speaks Spanish well. He's he's uh oh okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like, about. he's sort of like his advisor mm-hmm. of um the conciliar Hector Galindo yeah, yeah yeah but he's like an uncle I believe too but it's the mom when the mom comes out is like uh she says something like it uh, algo te está disturbando or something or, <laughs> I mean that's not the exact quote but it's something weird like yeah. it's like dude they don't talk that way either Come right on. right but anyways. Um, even Edward James almost could be guilty of that too. Yeah. There's some stuff that too yeah. that doesn't come out that uh, authentic. But you give him a pass though, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. He's, he's a, legend. a legend. He's a legend. You gotta give him a pass. Freaking uh, stand by. No, is it stand by me? No, lead on me. Lead on me. Lead. No, stand by me. It is stand by me. Yeah. Or American me. Oh, that too. Whichever one you want to go with, dude. It's either one, is it? Whichever one you need to go with. Was that American me too? Yeah, there was. Yeah. Dang, dude. That movie's crazy. That movie's crazy. Um, okay, dude, let's talk about our Pick of the Week. Pick of the Week! Pick of the Week is brought to you by... Oh, no, there's no more movie uh, pass. Well, I know, dude. <laughs> Forget movie pass. No, uh, yeah, Pick of the Week, dude. Let's talk about what we pick for you guys to watch this week. Uh, aside from the movies, it could be... Well, not just watch... I was something. just about to correct sorry, you, dude. Sorry, it could be anything. And with that said, Jay, why don't you give us what your pick of the week is? My pick of the week <coughs> is the new Logic album that comes out on Friday, what? September 28th. Young Sinatra 4, YG I4. It's coming out. It's about to go down. Wait, is that the name of the album? Young Sinatra? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Young Sinatra 4. Is he Y S I V or however you say Roman numerals? <laughs> this is a Y S V what what? It's a Y S I V U S V U S T D three U two. Three U two. Uh R two D two. So um there are um is there an E P right now on? Or no, he just it? he has like singles out. Yeah, singles out. You can find it on Spotify. Uh one of the songs is called The Return. Satisfied. Oh. What? Dude, already, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sinatra. So it's cool because it's like, the, these are all just kind of based off of his, um, his like mixtapes that he put out before. And he would always have like those, like, he would always have those drops in there, uh, you know, where it was like Sinatra or whatever. But, yeah, he's good, dude. Whatever Uno says, I don't care what Uno says, dude. Uh, Uno Logic, just, Uno just hates, dude. He's Logic like, is pretty dope, dude. And like, and the the dope thing is that he's uh uh he's bringing that boom back 
boom bap back. Can't say that fast. Um, is he like um, influenced by Frank Sinatra? Or what's the deal with Frank Sinatra? He he plays some Frank Sinatra on here too. Yeah, he. Um, I think it's just like a character that he played before. Like uh, I know that his crew that he that he kind of has. That he calls him like the Rat Pack too. Um, and like I said, like a lot of the, um, uh, I think it kind of has to go with like the way he looks too. Like, uh, when he was younger, he kind of had like the, he, he kind of resembled young, like a younger, younger Frank, Frank Sinatra. Sinatra. Uh, but I think he also has just kind of like that smooth, like, you know, like just kind of like charisma that Frank Sinatra has. I, I feel like he kind of carries that too. And I like his flow, dude. I like his flow, But what I was going to say is that like I love, one of the things that I love is that he's done such a great job of um, like branding himself in that, you know, he puts out, um, uh, I forget what it is. I think it's like the warm up or something like that where he like purposefully pits himself against himself where it's like he has these like Bobby Tarantino albums that he puts out that are all kind of like trappish type of uh albums then he also has like uh some of his other albums like um uh I'm blanking on the names like um shoot uh Under Pressure and all that stuff where he does more of like more like hip-hop like boom bap type of stuff mm-hmm. um but it's all like just kind of like these like like genres within logic himself like he has like these different characters that he plays and all of his albums kind of like play into those characters and stuff so I, it's pretty dope like the just the, the amount of time that he takes to like think of you know these things and like his brand in general is just kind of like really cool so like just having him come back to the whole young sinatra thing like was uh like you know that's how i came uh to to uh admire him was like through his mixtapes and and all the young sinatra stuff that he did before um so it's cool that he's bringing that back and this is like you know his um his next album his is gonna be album. another young sinatra album uh this is another song called everybody dies from the new album watching a master at yeah. work that's what you all been waiting for ain't it rap game only i've been waiting for the payment all these little rappers come and go under where they went Dude. So it's, it's he's really uh, good, dude. Yeah, he's I, really good. I think he's uh he's a pretty good lyricist too, and, and mm-hmm. it's slow and, and the music, the background music that he puts on everything. Yeah, it's, his it's, production is amazing. Dude. Yeah, I, I I I dig it, man. I dig it. I dig it. It's pretty legit, dude. So that is my pick of the week for this week. It comes out again September twenty eighth, which is tomorrow. Um uh, make sure to give that a listen, listen if you get a chance. to Logic's new album. And I'm going to share Uno's because Uno sent us what his pick of the week is. And his pick of the week is, surprise, a uh, show that he was crapping on. Surprise, surprise, buddy. Marvel? Who watches this? Uh, apparently you do. I know, right? Uh, I've watched Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I told him to watch it. And sure enough, he watched it and it's his pick of the week. He said he... Uh, he loves it, and I'm always right and never wrong. What? That's what he said. <laughs> uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is Sounds on like Amazon. Sounds like something he would say. Right? Is on Amazon, dude. Uh, it won eight Emmy Awards. Dang. First show that um, had a winning, a female uh, win a Emmy for Best Writing or Creating or something like that. Best Writer uh, and Directed uh, uh, Comedy Show. So... Uh, it's good, dude. It's really good. I think it's well done. It's really funny. Um, it's very uh, interesting to go back in time and see how women were treated, you know? Um, yeah. How women were considered not as good as men. Mm-hmm. And in fact, she's killing it. And uh, there is a, a, a 
There's a point where she uh, is helping her husband or trying to help her husband uh, who wants to do stand-up, but all he does is regurgitating someone else's act. Yeah. And then uh, she comes out and she's actually funny and she can actually write stuff. She comes out and because of some something that happens that evening, she's kind of drunk. She comes out, she goes to the same comedy shop and performs a set, like in an improv Like her set. own, like... Well, she just... Busted out because something mm. happened and she just started being funny and just, you know, but people were like, oh my God, you're a woman. You shouldn't talk that way yeah. or whatever. And she's just naturally funny and it takes off from there. And so the whole story about that and how she's a, a single mom. This is like in the 1940s or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it also has an appearance by, uh, obviously it's an actor who is playing Lenny Bruce. And if anybody knows who Lenny Bruce is, He's one of the first stand-up comedians that were what you call them blue. Uh, and what that means is that they would cuss a lot or they would have material that is blue is what they call it, where it's like material that is not for everybody. You know what I mean? I see. And um, so he sort of acts as a mentor to Mrs. Maisel. And uh, and you see Mrs. Maisel, you think she's like, you know, 50 or 60. She's not. She's a young, yeah. like 30-year-old with... Uh, kids one or two kids or whatever and uh she's out there performing comedy dude and mm. it's it's a trip dude it's it's uh it's funny so yeah. that's uh uno's pick is uh the marvelous mrs Maisel. On, dude i saw on the Zoom. i saw the first episode of this and um one of the things oh that, you did yeah okay. one of the things that kind of tripped me out was just like how like insane that like if it if 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 it's yeah it's kind of like a time capsule type of thing like if this is really how uh, you know, things were for women back then. Like, you know, I was sending you, there was a, the thing where she has to like, she she goes to sleep or pretends to go to sleep and then she like, you know, she puts all this stuff on her face and like is doing all this stuff. Then she puts an alarm so that she wakes up before her husband wakes up so that she can then like take everything off, put her lipstick on, do her hair and all this stuff, then get back in bed so that it looks like she just woke up that way. Like she's just like, yeah, it's insane. You know, right? like it's crazy that they like, and, she had to, and then she's doing like all those like measurement things too. And like, I'm just like, dude, what the heck? I'm like, you don't even, yeah, it's crazy. You she, don't even think about those sort of things now, but it's just like, dang. Back then they probably did that. But yeah, she measured women herself. Have to do yeah. back then and, you know, I don't know. They're just like insane to me to think that like all that had to be done because it kind of felt like it was like an obligation. Like she had to do those things. Yeah. It wasn't like so much of like, and oh. It, and it sort of reduces her to like being a wife and not anything else. Yeah. And so it it, uh, um, it, it shows that they have talent, you know, that she has talent too. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that be just like poo pooed on and yeah. be like, oh no, she can't do this. And, so it's and it's not like a full feminist agenda or anything like that. It's just a, you know, the fact that that her husband was bringing her down and and she had the opportunity or the capability to be funny. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was really good. Yeah, and it was uh, like you said, it was a good view of what it was like back then. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool. Did, did that episode?